Thank you. Um, I've been thinking about this, and, I, and actually I, I wondered, I remember it was a few weeks ago when Andy asked me to share, and I kind of felt like it was an opportunity. That's how I felt over the last couple, couple of years, that uh, it was an obligation, and I said yes, and, uh, and every time I do that, I, man, I'm like, gum, why did I say yes? And I... <laughs> And um, I've been thinking about it and praying about it, and you start writing things down, and, and then and you look at it, and you come back, and it just doesn't make sense. So I pray the Lord just uh, can use me to get through to maybe maybe somebody today. Um, even as Andy was saying that just now, he's talking about it. I remember it was like probably 30 years ago when I was having starting to have kids, I thought... I mean, it was a, it's just miraculous. I shouldn't even be up here because before that, I wasn't raised in a real Christian home. I have great, great, great mom and dad, humble, good people, moral, and all that stuff. But, but, uh, and maybe, you know, we, we said some, we said, said some prayers at night and maybe before dinner sometimes, but, but, um, nothing that, uh, never, Never really went in a church except for I remember by the baseball park there was this big Catholic church up there and it was in between games when I was a little boy they we'd go over there and dare each other to, to maybe run in there and run back out because it was it had it was kind of dark and scary and had candles going and all that stuff and and um, that's that's honestly was closest I'd ever really been to a church when I was growing up but I knew. I look back on it, and I was just telling Miles, I said, man, it's crazy. We really don't know stuff until we look back. And these past few years, I've been looking back and noticing how the Holy Spirit has just been preparing me, preparing all of us through our lives for these, for these times, you know, and what he's been giving us. And it's just, it's just crazy uh, how we get here, but I just know, I just, you know, the enemy keeps telling me, man, you're unworthy. You don't need to be standing up there and saying, what do you got to say? Man, you weren't. Look at you. From high school and college and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But then, but, uh, and I think, but that's exactly what makes me qualified to be able to say something what the Lord, what God has done in my life. You know, I thought I was walking with him. I thought I, I gave my life to him, you know, 29 years ago. And like you were saying, it just hit me. I, I just, you know, I, I thought I was doing all the right things, especially when I had a kid, my first child coming. My wife was a Christian, and, and I just was drawn. Looking back now, I know it was the Holy Spirit drawing me into needing more even though I, we didn't have anything. Um, but it was more, more in here, not more, not more physical stuff. And uh, it was just a running, a good, a good friend of mine from college that we were running together, having as most fun as you could possibly have through college. And maybe we're gonna come, go, go start a duo as a singing group, and uh, we started doing, playing some bars and stuff way, way back in 89, maybe, and, and he ended up getting put in jail, and uh, we kind of, that kind of broke the duo up, and uh, uh, he, he kept staying in jail and getting out of jail and all these things, and, he, and then, and it, and it just wasn't working, and and uh, but even that now to this day makes sense, and and, and we kind of lost, lost, lost touch, even though being in the same town, and 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 it came to a point I was going to move down here from 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 Northern Virginia, where I was raised, and and I just did, and I moved here, and then they were going, remember Mike, and I go, remember Mike, yeah, it was my duo partner. They go, well, man, it's crazy, man, he found Jesus on a in a jail floor on a jail. That sounds like a song. And, uh, and, uh, 
It's like, really? He goes, yeah, man. And all my old friends from college were talking about Mike the Jesus Freak. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. And it's just crazy, crazy is how, how God works, you know. Somehow my, my, my dad is in football, and one day on a, on a weekend off, he said, man, we're having these meetings in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Why don't you come here? And I think he was trying to get me out of this fledgling career I was chasing. I had a couple lame jobs in town and trying to be a singer. And, and he was like, why don't you meet us in Tulsa? We have a scouting meeting there. And I was like, okay. And I had time off from my good bar back job at the Bluebird. And um, I went to Tulsa and I, and there was, this was before cell phones. And so I, but I had someone reach out or texting and all that stuff. And I had someone reach out and go, man, uh, hey, uh, told my wife that this guy Mike heard through a friend of mine that I was in Tulsa, and he's in Tulsa. He's going to Oral Roberts University or something. And uh, I call him, and we get hooked up. We go play basketball, and he's the same Mike, but he's just a different Mike. And um, there was something different about him. And before I left, all he did was give me this this Bible. It's, it was a 365-day Bible. Just read one. I don't know, man. Just read it. One day at a time, you know. And later on, he, he kind of got piqued my interest. And I did. And, uh, and I started doing that and reading it. And then he came through town because he was going to open. The Lord led him to open a church in East Tennessee. And he had to stop at my house on the way there. It's like, yeah, man, this crazy Jesus freak Mike's going to stay at our house while he's. And uh, he asked me while he was there, same Mike. He had a kid and a wife, and I was getting ready to have a kid, and we had three or four roommates, and he came and hung out, and he said, man, all he said one day, is like, did you go to church? And I said, man, I've really been thinking about it. I just don't know where. I went to this one church down here, and it was just, man, it was kind of hard, man. It was just kind of, I don't even, you know, it was just, it was just a, it wasn't the right church. And, uh he just laughed, and he said, well, just keep searching. You'll know. You'll know when you're in the right place. And, uh, and I said, Mike, well, I kind of like, like my Copenhagen, and, uh, and I, and I, and I kind of like to drink beer still, too. You know, he's like, and he la- again, he laughed. He said, bring it. He said, bring it. You don't got to change or clean up for that. No, it just blew my mind. It blew my mind. And that was it. That was it. That's the last time, honestly, and it's unfortunate. I don't know whatever. I, I still, I think he was trying to get disconnected from who he used to be so bad, desperately that I, I can't even find him anymore. And uh, I don't talk to Mike much, but that's a la- one of the last times I ever talked to him. But it changed my life, and um, I, found a, I found a church, like he said, and I found a guy that was... This was over in Murfreesboro, and he was just a regular guy in jeans and talking about who, who God is and the, and the character of Jesus. But, it, but, it, but the problem is I, I definitely wanted more. I wanted some morals for my family as my kids were starting to be born and grow up, and I needed that, and I needed to go. I wanted to know that I could go to heaven, you know, should all this stuff not work out you know whenever this ends it'd be nice to know that I'd, I'm going to heaven and I was going to church and I was trying to be all these things but and it just seemed like there was trying and, and then when I think about what Wes was saying there I think I was going yes I want everything you have Lord but I think I was like this you know <laughs> that's how I was now, this is how I want I want everything you have but my fa- my fists were like this man because I was so um, I realize now that in my life, I look back and go, wow, I've learned more in the last two and a half years uh, from God and who he truly is than I have in the last 30 years of my life of, of trying to walk with him and be one of his and be a Christian, whatever that looks like. And it was going to church and, 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 and trying to instill the good stuff in your kids so that they could be happy and if um, 
if you're not happy, then you're, you're probably not spending enough time with him or going to church. You've got to go to church. You better, what are you doing? Where are you going? Why all these things? And it ate me up. And then, then, then I was looking around at, at a world that was going crazy and going, this is going to mess up life for my kids. All these jack wagons out there are messing up the life for my kids, and everything's got to change. And I'm, I was ate up, man. I was ate up with when when I learned how to do email, man. That was it. I was up early every morning, and uh, and I was shooting off emails when all these, I don't know, when, since 2000. 12, what's going on in the political world and what you need to do, and you can't vote for this guy, you can't do that, and and uh, then telling my kids how they ought to be and what you, you know, need to know, or maybe if you did this, you'd be, and again, it was just worrying about that, and then at the same time, I had my career, and um, I was going, yeah, I know, I know, I know, Lord, but I these songs are working for me. I know I probably ought to be writing a better song, but it's kind of, I got to make money. And, and uh, I read even just this morning, I think it was First Thessalonians 4, he said, uh, it is my will to sanctify you. And so all those years, you know, I look back and go, golly, you were working on me anyways, you know. Had a surprise child at 12 years ago after my kids were kind of grown and and I didn't get it, but I think honestly it was to keep me in to keep me in the younger groups so I could go out and see because that started really really working on me. The Lord started showing me 12 years ago a little bit more of man what you really don't have control of and uh, my little my daughter was just pointing out things in life that meant so much more. And then I could go around people that, uh, the parents of her age kids, and I could tell them, well, you know, it's just, it's not that big a deal to really worry about it. Uh, but it, then at the same time, I was still trying to figure out how to let it go. And uh, the bottom line is I, I, uh, probably maybe three years ago I was sitting at the kitchen table and um, uh, going through stuff on my phone including texting my maybe some one of my children somewhere uh, out in the world you know and uh, maybe going back and forth with someone else about some maybe other stuff about the world and political stuff or something. And my wife stopped and she looked at me and she goes, Casey, you, uh, man, you've been a good dad, you know. And it's kind of like that bio thing said, you know, on the outside looking in, yeah, it looks good and all that stuff. And he goes, she goes, you've been a good dad, but you, you, uh, it's time, you got to have, you got to let the Lord have them. And I was like, and it kind of, kind of made me mad I was like yeah she's like you gotta you gotta give them to God and I just kind of laughed and I said yeah you mean yeah the bumper sticker the bumper sticker let go and let God and she was like yeah and um and I was like all right and I said how do you do that and uh and it's funny because I look back on all these last 30 years of, of going to church and learning, and I know that it was fulfilling me on a Sunday and all that stuff, and I was trying and trying and trying to figure it out. But the bottom line, I wasn't in the, in the Word enough. I didn't understand them. I didn't get it. I, 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 just, didn't, I just didn't get it. None of it all. I mean, I just, it was surface-level stuff. And at that point, I was like, yeah, but how, how do you do that? And... Um, I didn't know, you just don't know, you know, I mean, I look back now and I knew that the Lord was never worried about all these things because I, I, he goes, you know, I will, I got that, I know, you know, 
It's like, bro, I, I, I'm going to get you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get your attention. And it's coming in different ways. Or, and some did for a little while. But then it was, I think it was maybe weeks or if, maybe a couple months after that. Um, no, there's, is when in the middle of the night we got a, we got that call and it was, uh, we got a call from CJ because, uh, Clay's friends didn't have our, have our, uh, phone number and CJ was on a trip staying overnight in a hotel for a football game. It was a, I don't know, Saturday night or Friday night. I don't know what it was, but, and, uh, we went down. We went down to the hospital, and then um, down to Vanderbilt early in the morning. And that that was it. You know, that was the that was the uh, that was the wake up call. And and I, you know, again looking back, it was one of my idols. One of my idols. I look back now. In fact, that's what Susan said that day. She goes, "I think your kids have become your idols." And I thought, how is that pot? What do you What do you mean? I thought it, it's good. God would want me to be a good father, a good dad, and do make them do everything that's right. God would want me to fight for um, what's wrong out there in the world, and to just you know. But I didn't get the trust part. I didn't get nah, no. Just get, come to know me and understand what who I am and what I do and how I do things. And uh, Maybe in the mid, that was in December. That was in December 19, 19, I'm sorry, 2019. And early in the middle of December, I have a gate at the house. I live way off the road. So one time, because some wacko came up to the house, to the door with a gas can looking for something, and my daughters were young, uh, I, I, I decided after that day I was just going to, put a gate down there because I did because my daughters and my wife were there a lot so I put a gate and all these years that gate work has worked and about eight eight days maybe before Clay went to heaven that gate broke and it stayed open and uh, my wife was like you better get this fixed and I said it's Christmas it's cold it's just I, I I'm not kinky the guy out here I'll deal with it later, but it's never broke, been broken. So I went and pulled the pins and just left it open. And two weeks later, Clay goes to heaven, and I, and, I, and I think about it now, and I go, man, and I know this without a doubt, that if, if that gate's not broken, I know my wife and I know me, I would have said, leave us alone. Please just leave us alone. I didn't know the customary things. I didn't know how it went, but, man, from that first day on the love and the body of Christ started pouring in I just started knocks on doors and things on the porch and I said what in the world let alone um, let alone my pastor shows up you know and um, I think it was just that somebody that I mean not only that knows the word of God but knows knows what it's like to go through losing temporarily missing a child like that and he started pointing from day one the truth and I'd never really I'd never dove into the Bible like that I and I was so broken so so in desperate need and I think that's what had to happen I finally it was finally a surrender to everything I have and I think my hands started becoming open to his way instead of my way. And Jesus started becoming alive to me and what he truly says about heaven and eternity and, and life and, and, and what we're all truly, truly here for. And I know, I know I'm, not, I'm not telling a lot of you anything that you don't know, but all I know is that I've never been so desperate to to know what now. And I found out 
more in that first day, you know, about heaven and, and, the, and uh, the truth. What we're all truly here for is to simply go and spread the gospel and trust to trust him and 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 what Jesus came for to die for, came here to die for and that everything I've had in my life anything and everything I've I'm here for is it's not mine it's his and so when Susan was saying that we're just stewards that's that's just that's all. That's all we are. We're just the, the point. Our kids and point everything. Everything we've ever got. There, it's all his. It's it's just in our possession for a little while. But to give them, give it to him and for his will, for his purposes in the in life and and uh, and once I started realizing that that clay is not is not is not dead. He's alive. He's never been more alive. You know, you know. Steve pointed out a uh, scripture. I mean, it's, you know, didn't just he didn't go fix the Bible and write it in there just recently. I thought I'd been in the Bible, but admitted there it is in Second Corinthians that it says we're swallowed up by life. That's going from death to life. I'm like, wow, wow. When I read that, it just changes everything. And you start really believing him. And I went from a, my life changed in the last two years, two and a half years. And the craziest thing in the world is, I mean, how could this happen? How can I be standing here that I spent 27 years trying to walk with the Lord and I, I had nothing to say? Nothing. Because I got a good life. Yeah, my kids are good. One plays football. One does this. One That's awesome. And everybody, that's good. And, the, you know, my my idols are good, you know. And um, it wasn't until God showed me how to let go. And of all my five kids now, I know that I've got one, one that is safe. And it's just totally turned the tables on me. I'm like, oh, my golly, I could trust you, God. You have my child. And he goes, yeah, I always have, but you never would give them to me. And that's why you're going through, that's why you're st- st- struggling and toiling in this life and just so honestly miserable trying to figure out what I should do and how I should do it, you know, walking for 27 years going, man, I want to keep my kids happy. I want to do this. I want to do my career. And he goes, well, let, let go. Let me have it. Can you trust me? And I go, well, not really. And he goes, well, because you don't know me. You don't know me. But I didn't need to know him because I, I was, you know, I had a lot of things, had a lot of things. I mean, I, not, not that well because I had it figured out. There were some things. I, and I got you. I'm going to need you. I'll let you know. <laughs> you know? And, I, and I'll be honest with you. That's where I was, man. And then that morning it was like, okay. I'm letting you know I need, I need you, you know. I remember standing in a window, in a kitchen window, one of the first mornings at 3 in the morning, just looking out and looking at all the, all the scripture I'd been texted that I didn't really know. I couldn't take, I, I couldn't, in context, it didn't, I didn't know it in context. You know, I'd seen them all, but I was like, okay. He is close to those. Uh, he gives comfort to the, okay, I could use that. And then there's this one coming to me. All I could use that. Where is it? I don't feel it. I don't know. I don't know. And then, um, but, but I was so desperate, and then I realized that's what the seeking is, just that I, I just, and I thank God because I'm, because, you know, again, like I said before that, now I, I the Lord, this is a whole other side story as far as the beer and the Copenhagen and all that stuff. It was, a, I, I tried for years to stop because I thought I need to. If I'm going to be a Christian, I better stop. And, um, but uh, uh, I can't even, I knew I needed to and wanted to, but I couldn't, I couldn't get, couldn't stop it. I just, the Lord, he just took it away. 
I can't even t- I can't even tell you. I just knew, and then I just know that he did somehow, some way, uh, uh, and through. Uh, just he just did. I realized in my life that, and and especially recently, the more I've come to know the life of Paul. And knowing what it's like to truly deny the flesh, the things that you would nat- naturally go towards and lean towards and try to believe, just don't. Just don't. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Just don't. Those things you battle with, uh, I still tell my children, and it's so much, but so much more peace. I could tell my kids, you know, they might call dad. You see on the whatever that the this and the Trump is doing this and the Q and the whatever. I'm like, no, no. I go, man, just turn it off. Just turn it off. You know, who do you believe? If you get in the Bible, you know this is expected. Everything that's coming and everything the way it's going, it's all coming this way. And what do you think you're going to do? You think you're going to be the one guy that that, that doesn't have to leave this world? You're going to keep on? You're going to hold on for your whole life? No, let it go. And it came right in the middle of the best I couldn't imagine even a perfect time. In that time where I'm going, okay, where is all this stuff? I look back and now and go, man, he did. He gave it to me. He promised it. It all came. The peace and the trust. I mean, and at that time, for me, and when, when all of a sudden the lockdowns of the world was, was coming, um, my son just went to heaven they were about the, the, the political people were going to lock down and put change on. I hated them, hated them all. You know, and, I, and then that would have drove me up through a wall. Next thing you know, I'm sitting in, in the biggest part, the biggest worst part, what it looks like from the outside in the world. Two years ago, or I mean a year before, prior to that, or six months prior to that, maybe even two weeks prior to that day, or those weeks sitting in my in my living room with family and friends and, and, and just Bibles open and trying to just sharing and finding the truth, digging. And it's never, it hasn't stopped. I'm so grateful, so grateful uh, um, what he's done over these years. But we, we dug into that. The TV never went on. I had no idea what was going on in the world. I didn't care. I didn't, wasn't thinking about a song. I, I, I didn't care about if I ever wrote another song. And all I was finding was that, man, my son is actually free now. And I'm free. I didn't realize all these years I was free to just walk by the, by walking the, in his grace and his truth. And I don't have to worry about pleasing the world. And I don't care what they think about me. And I, I, I don't care. I just don't care what the world does. I don't believe the world. I don't believe those people. And it, and it just started, it just started, everything started changing. And, 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 uh, and I, I, I just realized that in the biggest, the worst part of my life that should be, that this is supposed to be like, I think that was the true, the true encounter with God that I'd, I'd never really understood that people had talked about. It's like when he says, come unto me and I will give rest and learn from me. That was it. But it was with your hands open, with a broken, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to learn. And I just, I had nothing. And uh, I wasn't, I didn't have a, I had no will to go to a bottle or anything else that, that, that the world had to offer. It was just him. And that's just a supernatural, crazy, uh, that's, just, that's just him. I can't explain it. And even the way that I'm up here today, I can't, it just doesn't, doesn't make sense. I look out here and just see all the, man, I, I, you know, just the, just the great people and the wise people and the people have lived so much more than me and probably been through so much more than anything I've been through and I'm like what are you you're going to stand up and talk and I said I you know I you know when people ask I'm just like 
yeah, I don't know. I just figure like there are opportunities. I, I, I know now that the Lord wastes nothing. He'll waste nothing, and he keeps on, he keeps on redeeming these things. And it's, it, never, it doesn't, doesn't stop, and I'm just so grateful I, can, I could. It, there, there's so many. I, I wish I could go back and tell you. I had time to tell you all the things that he's done and the ripple effects and what he continues to do. Lord, uh, I, I went on a fall break in this week, last week, and, and he, uh, again, my daughter, it keeps us going on these fall breaks, you know, doing these things like that because they're kids and all that stuff. And I'm on a, I'm on a beach, and there's this man there, and he's throwing the ball with his kids, and he's got a couple of kids, and, and, and it turns out he's staying in a place right next to us. I mean, six feet from us. He's from Indiana, and we're keep going down to the beach and standing next to each other and finally I just introduced myself and um hey man how you doing we I go man I, your kid's a your kid's a good player how old is he and he's like ah he's he's uh he's 13 and he's very uh athletic he goes yeah 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 and he's like yeah I wonder if I wonder if that and it just hits me in my you know my spirit I'm like yeah, and all I all I could tell them was I go, man, yeah, just you'll see they'll they'll be they're gonna be what they're gonna be. Just keep loving them and do what you do, but don't don't worry about it. don't get them too involved in all the things you want to try to control. But that's all I said because I didn't want to. Sometimes I feel like I I, I don't want to. Uh, I know I know my place nowadays. I know what I'm living for now. It's a different thing I'm living for now is just to get out and 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 get in look for opportunities and windows to encourage or inspire somebody about or let them know what the truth is and not be afraid to offend anybody because honestly I I, I just I don't care I think it's more important to uh to uh walk in the truth and tell the truth because I think there's too many people walking around really thinking that they can control um, what's going on around them and in in the world and 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 that if it changes if your kid gets the starting position or if this guy gets elected or if that it's just not gonna it's always going to be something else and that's what I found out and I've learned now I battle with it I mean a thousand times a day and it's never going to be uh it's never going to be the the hardships are never going to go away but I but I realize now I never understood the whole thorn in the flesh thing I heard about it and all that and I knew it through church and all that yeah I get it yeah he had this th but I know I'm grateful for the thorn because it just keeps me close to close to God I need him I need him all the time every day and and sometimes I'll get on a beach like that and I and, and I want to go hey man um you know, and I knew the Lord. I knew, it's really crazy. This is crazy. Just another way the Lord works. I, I was there, and I was like, no, I could just, I, I, almost audibly, heard the Lord going, just no, just shut up. Don't, don't talk about anything. Just shut up. Like, well, I would ask this guy if he knows you. That's all. And no, just leave it alone. And um, we talked, and he's a great family, great people. And then he brings up that. Yeah, I come down here for a music festival. And uh, I'm watching some guys out here play and blah, blah, blah. I go at night. Where do you guys go eat? And I go, I don't know. We just kind of get stuff at the house. And he goes, well, we go over here because there's a guy that sings music and plays and blah, blah, blah. And, and what do you do? And I go, I'm, I'm in music. I write song. <laughs> He's like, oh, wow. Do you, uh, would you ever uh, consider a, you know, a house concert? in Indiana or something. That's what I do up there. I arrange them, and, and my son Tucker was standing there, and he plays music. I go, yeah, well, maybe. Yeah, maybe. You know, I don't know if it, it was the right opportunity, right? Yeah, maybe, you know. And I, and I, and I said, well, you know, look, reach out, and I'm thinking about Tuck because, you know, he's launching an, like a second career, trying to do it again or starting on, you know, just trying to get out there. And, you know, he's a different person now. All of us thank God for what the Lord is doing in our lives, what he showed us in our lives. 
He he broke I, the the surrender from and it, from Tucker's perspective has been amazing, and what he's and we get together a few times a week and just talk and and, and study the Bible, and I just learned so much from his wisdom in the Bible. It's just crazy. But anyways, we're standing there, and Tucker's like, yeah, 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 and we he took our number, and yesterday I got a. Uh, text from this guy I was like who's this who's this and he said uh, Casey I, I probably ought to read it but he said Casey uh, I uh, thought it was awesome meeting you thank you for talking to me and hanging out with us on the beach um, just watching you and your family was awesome and then for you to say you were in music was really exciting so I just took today and I started looking you up and he said that's that was really cool but what's more intriguing is the fact what you what you family has gone through with your child and the tragedy and he and he said I've been wondering about this for my my entire life how I've, I've been praying. I don't really, I hadn't known God. I didn't know what I, basically he was, he was talking about how I'd been in my life, you know, before that. He said, man, I've gone to church and I got baptized, but I've never grown. I didn't know what to do. All I do is pray about, Lord, don't take my kids. Whatever you do, don't take my kids. And I'm sitting there going, man, this is, is this really, am I really reading this? And um, so he uh, he went on and on, and he said, I was reading, and I, and I started watching a couple of different podcasts that I had been on in your testimony, and uh, and the forgiveness and, uh, uh, and the peace. The peace. I don't, I can't explain it. He goes, I don't understand it. I don't know how you do it. And I said, you know, basically, as I started to text him back, I started realizing that probably should be my whole, as I texted him, it's just always, everything seems like in the right words for me, they've always come in response to a, a question someone has to, for me out in public. And all I could say is that it comes, it came from, like in a, it was an appointed time. The Lord let me, the Lord had me from the day from day one. I know that now, and uh, we can trust Him. He had my kids. He. Uh, I just don't. I don't believe that uh, he's all. He's worried about. I just believe that His sanctification and His works in us will be on His time. And we don't have to try as much. And we don't have to toil in this world. We don't have to. I think all we are charged to do is to go and live but abide in him. I just, I, and, and, and people could, could have told me this 30 years ago. And I, I don't even know what, he's, what you're talking about. I don't even know how to do that. What do you mean? Well, I think the only thing I'm, maybe I'm here to do is just like I told him yesterday. I said, just, just, just. Give a find out the character of Jesus, who he is, and what he really thinks about your kids. And you are his child, like like your children are. And this world is 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 in his hands, so you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about anything. And I think the is that that's what that's what he said in in, in Matthew eleven twenty eight when he says, "Come to me." Man, it just recently just going, wow, that was the experience I've had. But I never came to him like this. I never did. And all these years, I could control a lot of things. I could work it out. I could, I, I, I could figure it out. Like I said, you know, and, but now I know that he has the answer. And now it's just my life has changed into a place where um, if I'm battling in a day, I just stop and just go into scripture and find somewhere somehow or a podcast or a friend or somebody that will show me the truth and when I know that the truth is in, in him and I know that 
death. It's just, it's just all the fear that all the things in this world that came on at that time, it's like, it was fear central, man. It was coming on the world and it was, oh my goodness. Now, and I'll admit right at, right at the first when, when Clay went to, was gone, uh, I mean, Steve will remember this. I was like, okay, then now what? What truly, I mean, what happens? Is he in heaven? I mean, what? And um, we start, and that's when it started the search. And, and thank God that, um, and, I, and, and here's the thing, is that I, and, I've, and I've apologized to him, and I've had friends in my life that have, a lot, that have you know, family members and friends have gone to heaven especially children and I've and I've and I've done the same thing texted texted them stuff scripture what I've heard and like you know God's gone now they're in heaven and whatever that stuff and I'm sorry that I didn't know you know tell him I'm sorry I didn't know I just didn't know the, the what it what the, what it how it felt what it meant in fact one of my guy my friends in the music business this, I'm going to I'm gonna stop this here in a second. His uh, law, his he was a friend, a singer in Texas. His I'd read one morning that his three-year-old boy fell fell in the pool while he was out front, and 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 it was tragic. And um, his boy went to heaven, and man, I was just sitting there thinking, going, "Wow!" And it wasn't long before Clay went. And these things were, I look back in my life, these things were popping up in my life. Um, I, uh, I texted him stuff that I had heard and what I knew. Um, I mean, what I learned because I believed in God. I'm just going to tell you this, that I, I believed in God up until that point, but I didn't believe, believe him because I didn't know him, you know. But now I believe him. So if we can get to that point where I believe him and his commands and everything he says in there is true, then we don't have a thing to worry about. Then we know that everything that he will provide, that he will, that everything we get and we could, it's not wasted. And everything he does, even in our sufferings, I can rejoice in my sufferings because it keeps me close to him. And I can, I can reach the people that Maybe need that out there. That's all it's for, and that's what it's that's what it's for. And He will provide, but we just got to understand that His provision is not what we our provision. It's not the same, you know. It's just that we we get all worked up and um, about what we think we need, but it's and it's always something more, and it's always something more, and always happiness or this and that. But it's not always in those things that you're literally going to come. Where you where you're going to be useful, and productive, and then purposeful for for the kingdom, you know. And I and I realize now that that crash course in knowing who he is up till now has just changed my whole you know purpose and my and my love for him. And it realized how much he loves me and what he went through. When I could picture Jesus dying now, I get it way more than how that's that's how much he loves me and loves each one of us here and i just uh, you know just the fear of this world could put on us is it's just absolutely from the enemy and trying to distract us and keep us out of living for him and put our trust in him and that's that's what i found and i'm just not gonna buy it i'm just not gonna i'm just gonna be i know i know what comes from him and i know what comes from the enemy and it's that, and it's that, that, that true now. That black and white. And we're gonna have to battle in those situations, but pay attention, and abide in Him, and walk in that. And 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 you have a chance to walk peacefully and joyfully in this in this world. It's not just for salvation, like I once thought. Even in, and but it took the worst, where I should be walking around with my head down, going blah blah blah. No, no. No, I, I, now I know. My son is, is to be absent from the body means what? To be present with the Lord, right? So what do you believe? I mean, I believe that. 
Well, yeah, I know, but that was no. That's the truth. That's that. That is the truth. And whatever he says, you know, and all this, and people are going to be turning away and all this stuff at the end. I mean, that's just how it is and how it goes. And we can walk in the truth, walk free and not fear and do all these things, man. I'm like, whoa, wow. It's like a brand new life because of that. And that's what I, I am encouraged in. And um, back to that text, I texted this guy all this stuff, and I don't think it came. I know it didn't come from God. It came from stuff I'd heard and things that I'd been texting. When Clay went to heaven, I got my friend a couple of days later, he said, sent back to me he said Casey uh, I don't know what to tell you so I'm just going to send your text back to you and and he said now you got to believe it and I was like wow and I looked at it and it was and it was stuff I had to believe now but I don't know if I believed it then I believed in yeah, maybe this hopefully this helps you and now now I believe it every single word he says in there and that's what and sometimes in the tragic parts what we think or what the world calls tragedy it just it changes your life for the better if you let it if you let him in if you come to him uh, willing to learn from him and just let go of the rest of the stuff because that's what he says in that thing and it just kind of came alive to me you know in these last year or so like wow that's that's what he's done that means come to me just not like okay this is what i think i uh, you know i'd like this thing the song to work and i'd like this and what else do i come to you for what else? no i mean what now i got nothing empty and uh that's that's what i came to him that's what it was it was that that kind of seeking, and, and, he, and he holds true, and he's still to this day. Because it just everywhere I go, if I pay attention, I could see, and I just, I just, I just, it just changes my perspective on a lot of things out there in life of who he is and whose I am and who we truly are and what's true, you know, just we got to learn to let go of this world and, 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 you know, take hold of who he is and, and, and his, that world, the kingdom world, eternity. We're living right in the middle of it right now. This is just the meantime, the bad part, in my opinion. And I, and I remember, I'll never forget this, and you guys, you guys, maybe hold on to this. You're a, you, I'll never forget, and, and, and the people that we know, there's a lot of people in here too that, um, we think we know, and we look down the road. I remember this. This is crazy. I look. Uh, my 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 sister-in-law, my brother's wife was going through cancer, and my 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 stepmother was battling, and always ate up with it. And we'd go over on Sundays, and 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 a Sunday, uh, the Sunday before Clay went to heaven, probably a week before, she said she was. I was. I was kind of frustrated with her always going, oh, my goodness, the, the doctors said that, said that Karen's only got this much time, six months. And I said, really? I, you promise? And I, I, I didn't know this. This was a spirit. I don't know. I didn't know what I was saying. I go, what do you, I'm tired of this. You keep talking about how much time she has, or that, that this cancer and all this. I go, what did, I go, who says she's got six months? Does she know, who says that? Is that if, if that's a promise, that's a pretty good promise. I'll take it, you know. And then she goes, what are you talking about? Why are you being? I go, no, I'm saying is why don't we live today? Why don't we love today? Let her just show her who we are today. And I'll go. Be, and I said this, I think it was six days before Clay left. I said, we keep, you keep talking about this and worrying about this. And what are we going to do? And I said, man, we're going to just love her and just we've got today. And I said, because, Christine, you keep. You keep, you know, harping on this, and somebody that we don't expect will be snatched up from us just like that. And then what? And little did I know. I mean, I can't believe I, I, I look back and go, wow, man. Lord was the Spirit. Lord, the Holy Spirit was active, man. He was preparing us. But anyways, I just say, 
And then when that last, last day came, I saw what it looked like. It looked like any other day, you know. See you later, Dad. I'll be back in a little bit. Love you. And I said, I love you too, bud. And uh, one of my idols walked out the door. And uh, he went home. And that's the thing that saved me. So he went home. We're just, we're just here for a temporary time. So try not to let all this junk get to you and just find out what he says about it, whatever it is you're battling. And because uh, we are not our own. And that's just, just these things that I, I didn't know before. Swallowed up by life, you know. To uh, we are not our own ambassadors of Christ. What are you? That's what we are. That's what we're called to do. If we're in this room, because you profess to be a, maybe I hope I pray, you know, that you profess to be a follower of of Jesus. Be His and trust Him and go to Him in everything you do. Let His Word abide in you, and then you you could pay attention and maybe. Maybe be of use to him every single day. But uh, that's just the stuff I've come to know in these last couple of years. And um, this is the thing that has saved my life in the most tragic part, what should have been the worst part of my life. And it, and it was, but, man, my, I, it, it steered me to him. And he's the only thing that could have saved me and save all of us in all these things we're going to. It's just not cliche anymore. Let go and let God is just, oh, yeah, how do you do that? Well, guess what? He showed me, you know. He said, with me, just trust me. Trust me. And uh, anyways, I, 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 I'm sorry for it takes so much time, but I just, that's, that's pretty much all, all I got. And, uh, uh, and uh, I just thank you all for... Thank you for listening. Thank you for letting me be in here today. All right, guys. To know God, to know God is to truly trust him. Thank you for sharing that, because I, too, can be that guy, clenched fists, wanting to give it up to God, and hanging on, right? So thank you for allowing me to release that this morning, Casey, and to truly know God is to truly trust him. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for sharing from your heart. Gentlemen, we went a little long, but I'm going to close this in prayer, and please don't forget your wait staff as they've... Um, have come here early this morning to serve us well. Father God, I just thank you. I thank you, Lord, and I, I, I thank of the men that represented here today. I thank of their families, their businesses, their status in this community, Father God. If we all truly, truly know you, what a difference we can make in the kingdom. Father God, I thank you for that. I thank you that we are more than what we do. We are who you make us. Lord, and I thank you for that. Lord, bless these men as they leave this, um, this house, and, uh, and may they make a difference in your kingdom today. In Jesus' precious name, amen. God bless you.